Okay, so I am still a little bit sick. Recovering. So I might cough or splutter or something during this recording. And I apologize in advance. I also realize that my voice sounds a little bit weird. Again, sorry. Deal with it. Last night as I was getting into bed, I saw a notification saying that there was a, a bombing in Istanbul at the major airport there. And at that moment that I read that notification, my first thought that came up was, oh my God, it's getting worse. Meaning that the attacks are happening more frequently and they're happening in places that you previously would not have expected them to happen. Now, on the one hand, that response may actually be the desired response because whoever is behind orchestrating these attacks for whatever reasons, whether they're the reasons and the people that we see in the mainstream media or not, obviously the response that they want from everyone is fear. The reality is that there's not many of us who actually have much control over our lives. In the bigger picture, in an existential view, no one has that much control over their life. And you're kidding yourself if you think you do. Things happen. But where people are involved, where people are concerned, we do have an element of control. We have full control over our own actions. Now, obviously, the people who are behind the attacks have very little regard for human life, or let's say life in general. And at this point, we need to ask ourselves the question, What needs to change in humanity in order for things like these attacks to stop happening? Now, I know it's not an easy question to answer, and everyone has different opinions. And probably the most common opinion is that things can't change, that people can't change. Everything is the way that it is. The world runs the way it runs. People are how they are. And you just have to live with it. Now, I find that to be an interesting argument. Because if you look at one human being, just one person, and you go from the moment of their conception to the present moment here and now, you'll see that everything about who they are is comprised of moments in time. 
experiences that they had uh, to a, um, let's call it a, a subconscious degree, you've got the genetic influences, the predispositions. But again, those things are going to be activating according to the stimuli that's in the environment. So everything about every single person is actually created by their DNA, but also by their environment and everything that's in their environment. So the real question is that we need to go to that point of creation. We need to ask ourselves, what is going wrong in our creation of ourselves, of our children, that is creating people who are willing and sometimes even happy to harm other living beings. We need to look at what we are accepting as a whole. We need to look at what we are creating as a whole. Bearing in mind that a whole is made up of individual parts. So what within the way that we live as a society, the way that we interact with each other, the way that we support each other, what, if, what needs to change in order for us to really have an effect on... the development of individuals. Now again, yes, I know that not everyone in the world is willing to reflect in this matter, manner. I know that there are certain countries where there are religious extremists who would not be willing to do anything. And yes, right now, right here, it is unlikely that we could change any of those things. However, right here, <coughs> excuse me, right here and right now, the things that we can change are, for example, the media. When you're watching the news, are you blindly accepting what you're hearing? Something that you could start doing for yourself is reflecting back on where within your personal life you may contribute to a, a lesser or greater extent the kind of... Um, thinking, the kind of rationalization, justification, or whatever it is that may contribute to what you're watching. You can start asking yourself whether your belief systems are actually part of the problem. Because each one of us, individually, 
contributes towards making the whole of humanity. Each one of our our minds, the way that we think, what we think, what we say, how we say it, what we do, everything about us forms a part of the whole. So if we're judging people as being inferior, we're contributing to the system of inequality, to the system of inferiority and superiority. Because we give it merit, we give it value within ourselves. We deem it to be acceptable. And that forms a part of the greater whole and influences it influences how people in groups will speak behave, what they believe, how they treat other people. And that is the point that we have consistently been missing. That we do not recognize the full weight, the full force that can be behind one single thought, one opinion, one belief, and how much that can actually contribute to creating something that seems so extreme and so out of this world, so out of place, an act of violence that doesn't make sense. But it does make sense because that act of violence started with only one thought. And that thought was further justified by other people around them who had that same thought and fueled that thought, fueled that belief system, that judgment, that opinion, whatever it is. And that is the reality. It's all the small things, the things that seem insignificant, that form part of the greater whole and contribute to acts that seem inconceivable, that seem to have no source, no starting point, that don't make sense. But if you break it down, you look at each point one at a time on its own, you'll see. We are part of the creation, and even in those most horrific acts, we can see the smallest parts of ourselves, and those are the parts that we can change here and now.